Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Rick. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Uh, For starters, drink some water. Secondarily, rate, review, and subscribe to my program. The more ratings you give me, the more lit I become. Last but not least, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, that is goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. And I'm going to open up this episode because I'm going to open it up with an email. This email comes from Timothy. And this email was sent to me a few weeks ago. So my apologies, Timothy. But my heart is still intact. My mind is still intact. And we back on deck. So let's fucking see what's going on here. Salutations, Brother Reek. How are you? I just finished up the part two of your guest appearance on So Shameless. And you were indeed correct. Your generalization was correct. I believe the disconnect with some, not all women, is that some of them want to be right then they want to be objective. If they don't like an idea or narrative, some of them will push against it, even if the push isn't rooted in any logic or fact-based information. I'm sorry. Even if the push isn't rooted in any logic or fact-based in information that counters the point. And then, if all else fails, the discussion shifts to critique the speaker rather than addressing the point. Granted, they both said... Granted, they both said they didn't want to come off as if they were attacking you, but I definitely peeped that the dialogue shifted for a second. However, when you gave space for them to actually rebuttal your statement, none was given. The world runs off generalizations. Some work for us, and some work against us. But it's how the brain functions. If a dog bites a chunk out of your arm, and you aren't going to quickly go pet the next dog... If a dog's going to bite a chunk out of your arm, you aren't going to quickly go pet the next dog, thinking it won't bite you simply because it's a dog. You are most likely going to now be cautious around all dogs. If we remove generalizations, then men no longer need to do a better job at creating spaces where women feel safe because all men aren't violent and dangerous, even though a large number of women and other men have been the recipients of male violence. Police reform is no no is no longer necessary because all cops aren't bad. We can no longer criticize music because if an artist has one good song in their catalog, they can't be trash. Or on the inverse, if an artist has 12 albums worth of hits and one record that flops, we can't say they aren't a good artist. When you stated on the show that you don't feel the need to share every opinion you have with a woman, one of them responded with, a lot of men don't do that. Is that not a generalization of how a lot of men not that she has even met or spoken to most men think. So is it acceptable to speak in generalities when a woman agrees and acceptable when they don't? That threw me off a bit. And objectively speaking, society absolutely makes it taboo for a man to engage in the behaviors you were all discussing. Hell, society has just recently made it somewhat acceptable for men to openly cry and show emotions other than anger. So to close this out, I totally got what you were saying and I agreed. Keep fighting the good fight, good brother. Chef T sent from my iPhone. Now, I was on a podcast by the name of So Shameless. Shout out to Tahoe, shout out to Dodge, shout out to Trom, and shout out to T and shout out to Sayo. Um, those were the two women that I was um, doing a guest spot for. 
You know what I mean? As opposed to it being uh, Tahoe, Dodge, and Trom, it was me, TT, and CEO. And we discussed a medley of topics, right? Now, just to make sure that everybody's on the same page, because uh, it's very possible that a lot of you have not heard this episode, what he's speaking about in the realm of, um, what's the word that he was saying? Generalizations. Is we were watching something, right? And I believe the question was, would you jerk a man off or would you suck dick for like a million dollars or some shit like that, right? You know, just like a really like random ass question, right? But we dove a little deeper because I was saying that the only reason why this is even a topic on the podcast is because women are allowed to be sexually fluent and just men aren't. And then they rebuttaled me like, no, there's a lot of places that don't think that way. So what do you feel about that? And I was like, well, there's women firemen. I mean, there's women construction workers. Like there's anomalies and everything. But I'm more than positive. And of course, because I'm on the show, they want to go against me because that brings more entertainment value. But if we were all in the bar, I'm talking about me and the person that's listening to the podcast or the people listening to this podcast. If we were all at a par. If we were all at my live show, let's even take it a step further. If we were all at my live show, you know what I mean? I got shit popping. I got it packed out. And at the bar area, you see two women making out. They're making out because they're drunk. The bartender served them shots or whatever have you. Then they both, after they get done making out, because, you know, I, I think you're so gorgeous. Thank you so pretty. And, you know, they're, they're taking lime shots off of one another's stomach or whatever have you. They all go and they sit back next to their boyfriend. Nobody would think anything of it. If you saw two men taking lime shots off of one another and kissing at my live show and went to go sit at my and went to go sit next to their girlfriend, what would you think? Don't even say it out loud. But what would you think? Let's go let's take it a step further. A lot of times women want to be in a place of safety, right? So they're not going outside in public and they're partying to be with other men per se they just want to go relieve some stress relieve some steam be with their homegirls right you see women dancing with one another they do that thing where they're both twerking and they connect their butt cheeks together they might even be grinding with one another they're getting behind each other they're grabbing each other's waist they're slapping each other's butt they're grabbing each other's titties and you don't think anything of it women show each other nudes women will get out the shower then hop in bed and cuddle with one another for a sake of comfort and all of this is just whatever right but men can do whatever they want men can also dance with each other in the club men have more than enough right to go cuddle with each other in bed men can send each other to beef if they want to well all i'm saying is it just seems to be more accepted on a societal level if you see two women in a club dancing with one another that's protocol. If you see two niggas dancing in the club with one another, you think they're in the wrong club. Like that, and that was getting me so upset when I'm speaking to them about this, because I'm like, yo, if the question was proposed, would a woman eat coochie for a million dollars? This wouldn't even be a segment on the show. But that's what happens when you meet with contrarian people. They want to just make it seem as though that you're crazy because you're pointing out generalities. Now, when 
I'm speaking about generalizations. It's just that it's a generalization. It might not fall in line with your form of thinking, but if I'm talking about the populace and what I'm seeing and what's being promoted and what's being uploaded via the social media and what's being advertised for movies and what's being advertised for shows and what I'm seeing when I'm actually in real life and I'm at parties and restaurants and clubs and you know, sleepovers and shit like that. I've been to a sleepover before because I'm a heterosexual male and I like poontang. There's times in which it was like a big game night that ended up being a sleepover because everybody got too drunk. And you can see three women snuggle up with one another, even kiss each other fucking goodnight, and it's all good. What do niggas do? Niggas is hopping in the corner. Yo, niggas is making space. You see a nigga on the couch. You see another nigga on the floor. You see somebody on the kitchen table. Like, it, this is just generalities. And although they weren't ganging up on me, it was just very interesting to see what happens when you actually put words to the thoughts of the populace. And I know this is the thoughts of the populace because I'm around a lot of people. I have eyes, I have social media, I have television. Like these are things that are broadcasted to millions and millions of people. I have Twitter, I have Instagram, I have all these things. And when you're seeing all these behaviors and you're seeing the reaction to said behaviors, let's even go to insecure, right? When, um, when Molly was having a discussion with uh, somebody she was trying to have relations with. And, you know, they was being vulnerable with, with one another, exchanging secrets. And homie told Molly, like, yo, I got top before from a guy. You know what I mean? I experienced it. Didn't really like it. I moved on, right? It became like a big thing. Like, yo, you got your dick sucked. I don't think I could deal with a nigga like that. Boom, 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 boom. On a first date. If you're talking to a girl, have you ever done nothing with a girl? Yeah, I was actually in a relationship with a girl for two years, but it didn't work out. You won't even think about it. You won't, son. And it's funny when you say these things. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, come on now. It's just If you go to the Mormon community, if you go to the unorthodox Jew community, if you go to the Russian community. Like, come on, fam. Like, everybody wants to be, like, hyper-focused on, like, particular points and not looking at the overall view. And then they was trying to rebuttal me with, like, what if I'm in the minority? And what if the overall view is, uh, is the thoughts of the populace? And I'm like, yo, we can go anywhere. We see this shit on, not, let's, let's take movies out of it. We see it on social media, right? Whenever people are at a resort, whenever people are at a club, worldwide, you can go to Italy, you can go to Germany, fucking South America, wherever. If you see two girls kissing, ain't nobody feeling a way about it, son. If you see two girls dancing with one another, just dancing, just grinding with one another, whether it's on beat or not, nobody's thinking anything. Yo, girl, you look so nice. Girl, you got the fatty squeezing their butts and shit like that. You don't see niggas like, oh, man, look at this nigga's guns and grabbing muscles and shit like that, slapping their ass like, mm, looks like you've been doing your squats. Like, it's a, it's a different dynamic, son. And it's incredibly infuriating when you're saying these things, just to make a point, just to bring content to a show and people will make it seem as though that you're nuts. Like, I know I'm not crazy. Like, I know that. And I know that when I say things, I say things with a certain level of understanding of what I'm saying. Because if I'm uninformed about something, I won't speak about it. On that very same episode, you know, they clipped it to make it look a certain way. But we used to talk about gentle parenting, right? So I had a thought in my head of what gentle parenting was. So I shut off the hip. And I just gave an answer centered around my views on gentle parenting, right? But then, in real time, I had the wherewithal to be like, you know what? I just wanted to ensure I just I just brought this up 
I gave my answer centered around what I think gender parenting is as opposed to me knowing the actual definition. And then Sayo brought up the actual definition and then we continue to have dialogue, right? That's what needs to happen, right? This is this is how things should work. You only should speak when you're confident in what you can stand on, what you're saying. And if you cannot have confidence in what you're saying and you cannot speak, have 10 toes down centered around a statement that you made out loud to thousands of people then you shouldn't be talking out your mouth or make the change in real time so yeah just based on everything you know i, I there was never a point in time where i felt like that was jumping me or i was you know what i mean or they were trying to cut me off but i know a lot of people and i say a lot because it was more than a few hit me like yo it's crazy how they kept cutting you off and they wasn't letting you talk and all this type of shit and I'm like, yo, it's all good. I understand. Like, the host wasn't there. Usually, that's the host job. So, it's literally with me and two hyper-intellectual women that I'm holding my own. And if I'm the only person with a certain point of view, they then can look at me with the side eye. But, similar to what he said, once I came across with my point, I gave reference to how I got my point, and... I elaborated on how I have my point, and then I gave the space open for a rebuttal. There was no rebuttal. And this is the majority of the conversations that happened with me. Once I say something, and I'm like, okay, this is my thoughts on something. This is how I came to this point. What do you have to counter-argue this? And it's usually nothing. It's usually what you feel. It's usually what you might have a thought of in the moment it's usually something that you might have read in a book somewhere but when i'm asking you for your point of view on something in particular and all you can do is just focus on what i said as opposed to bringing forth something that's an original i'm sorry bringing forth original thought to actually combat me at a certain thing in regards to the debate i already know what's going on like okay you don't know the answers to this you don't feel strongly about this you're just taking what I'm saying as shock value and as opposed to internalizing it and actually seeing where I'm coming from and coming with a rebuttal centered around having a reference point of understanding. You'd rather just say, man, you're crazy. Man, people don't feel like that. Oh, you're, you're just being uh, obtuse about things. I'm like, obtuse? What? When you're obtuse about something, that means I am purposely conveying ignorance to a point that i super duper understand but i'm trying to dismiss certain points of a topic to bring more light to my argument that's what obtuse people do you know what i mean so i'm trying to think of like a fucking analogy if somebody's being obtuse like if, if i come to you and i'm like yo what's a, what's a fucking what's a fucking shining example of, of this like fucking um oh like what the, the the shit where women get paid 70 cents or for every dollar that a man has made right this would this what somebody obtuse would do somebody's like yo women get paid less than men right and i come to you old statistics and then i combat you with statistics like no it's not the fact that women get paid less than men it's just that Everything is rounded up in regards to median wages amongst men and median wages amongst women. But you just see that women have higher paying jobs more than women do. Men have higher paying jobs in regards to STEM, um, CEO, um, construction, you know, th things like that. Things that 
pay large amounts of money cer certain types of uh, of scientific research and you know being a physicist and all this type of shit right if you just look at tech if I, if you just tell like how many women are in tech and how many men are in tech how many women are in stem how many men are in stem how many women are in construction how many men are in construction how many uh women are in what was what's that shit when uh when you're throwing out garbage like that well isn't that like a there's like a term for that like not waste management whatever but there's more men that fucking are garbage truck drivers than women are garbage truck drivers there's more men electricians than women electricians so what will then happen is women are having a comeuppance in regards to you know education and having these high power jobs or whatever have you but there's just more men that occupy these positions than women do so if you just take the medium the median wage of men and the median wage of women it comes off as they're making less money but if i'm a businessman why not just hire all women and just save 30 percent on my bottom line and be like i right, fuck men because women are cheaper we just got to pay them less but that's not happening once it sounds like i'm rambling but i'm getting to a point if you come to me like women make less and i'm coming to you like no it's just the median is skewed because there's more men that are in these type of positions than there are women and the career paths that women choose to have on a grand scale pay less than what men get that's why it will come off this way being obtuse is no, that's not fucking right. Hell no, because if you just look at this, you look at this, you look at the education, you look at the last 10 years, and here's the fucking statistics from the last five years, and no, women get paid less. I'm like, so you're telling me there's a woman that'll have a job and a man that'll have a job with the same exact title and they're getting paid less money? That's what you're telling me? Um, no, but if you, I'm like, see, that's, that's being obtuse. There's never a point in time where I'm being obtuse. You understand? But when you're saying things and you're not agreeing with somebody, at the uh at the face of their discussion or the face of their point and you offer a counterpoint then they could be like oh no you're just the semantics and you're just being obtuse to prove your point and that's when you know you got them when people start saying words like that you know you got them because they no longer have the opportunity or their mind isn't forming in a way to actually combat what you're saying so yeah this is what was going on with me and shit like that right i mean but on another note how's everybody been how you feeling? What you been up to? I was recently in uh, D.C. because I was hired to uh, do some work for a woman that is looking to launch her creative endeavors in the educational field. Uh, she's one of these hyper intellectual women that have the ability to do anything. And this is like what she hired me to do, like a small cog in the grand scheme of her plan uh, in the realm of um, in the realm of content. So I was hired to go down there and conduct some interviews around education and the importance of education amongst our people. And she's going to get that. What What is that term? It's going to go into the, 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 the Board of Education or the Library of Education archived. It's going to get archived in the Library of Education. And I mean, I got paid. I was out there and shit like that. I was doing my one, two, eat mumbo sauce, whatever have you. And I remember driving past half smoke half smoke is a restaurant it's very popular in that area for their brunch and across the street is a metro pcs that is very important because uh people was trying to complain about go-go music and 
you know, white people came in, you know, talking about sound ordinances, sound ordinances and shit like that. And then that has made that Metro PCS like turn up. So it's like a legitimate monument there. And the one thing I remember about Half Smoke is the first time I was there, I was there with a beautiful young lady. And I mean, we was in there, we was chilling. Um, and I had to go across the street to like a CVS to get a plan B pill. Because I either it was that morning or the night prior. Now, I mean, we had some drinks. We was in bed. And I emitted my ejaculate into her body. And I asked permission. And she said yes. And when I did it, not only did I emit my ejaculate, but I emitted my ejaculate. And I said, oh, yeah. Because Shorty had that fire. You feel me? So anytime I'm down in D.C. and I go past that half smoke, and I'm looking at that restaurant. I just remember our conversation as we were eating. Like, yo, we, we got to make sure we get that pill. And I went across the street and I had to fucking pay the fucking $45, whatever have you. I had to fucking open that shit over my bare hands because I'm an alpha male and I'm the original. And my hands were carved in the finest granite coming from wherever fuck granite comes from. And yeah, man, that was just a cool thing to see how things come full circle. Like, I was down near Half Smoke at one point in time to eat food to congratulate myself for ejaculating into this woman because she was beautiful. And, you know, I was young at the time, and I felt like, man, this girl got the fatty, big titties, whatever. I'm just going to put forth my ejaculate into her body, then question if she wants to keep it later. Years later, I'm down there on professional business. I'm driving by as professional as somebody who's being hired. So things are looking up for your boy. You feel what I'm saying? I have a hair now. I mean, the afro is afroing. My skin is getting better because of the dermatologist visit. I have a litany of things to do coming forward. You know, my job is starting to pick up. They're starting to give me overtime and whatever have you. The paychecks is getting better. I'm getting in better shape. I'm... Um, Going to Jamaica soon. I'm going to Jamaica next month. So I'm getting my body in order. Uh, my co-worker, he's a big fitness dude. He gave me a whole workout regimen. I'm getting my diet in order. I'm drinking more water. Things are happening for me in a major way. My flag football season is coming up. I mean, uh, we lost in the second round of the playoffs last year. We was one game away from the fucking championship. And we lost. Fuck. That shit was whack. Now I got to come back with a vengeance. Tell them niggas to throw me the rock. I'm going to be playing safety as well, so it's going to be a no-fly zone. Anything that comes deep is fucking getting stripped by your boy. It's happening. Things are coming together for me. Slowly but surely. And as I've done what I've had to do, I've come to, real I've come to realize that there's a lot of people that will be in my position and they'll inherit tunnel vision they don't want nothing fucking up the wave they're hyper focused on what's going on and with me is i just have to remove myself from people that bring me stress because i can talk to a million people in the world i'm pretty multifaceted i can go hang out i can have drinks i can get work done i can operate on five hours of sleep go do what i gotta do not be late for it and because i'm a responsible adult but once i feel as though you're bringing stress or angst or confusion in my life or I got to hope that you're like in a good mood when I'm talking to you. Or we can't sell anything with discussion. Or we're just having a discussion and 
you're still filtering your thoughts and then two days later you're angry at me or at one point we can be chilling and then the next point it's fucking anarchy like these these are things that i just can't tolerate and this is with women with men now i'm saying niggas that always trying to put shit down niggas that's always asking what's good for the night but never have anything to offer but niggas that always calling you with problems they're never calling you just to ask you how you're doing there's always some shit attached to it like yo and they're trying to offload their stress of the day onto you but that's all of your conversations it's not like they're even mixing it up like jambalaya sometimes they hit you up seeing what's good sometimes they hit you up saying yo what you trying to drink tonight sometimes i'll tell you about some stressful shit like all everything's just about stress and angst and yo shorty's doing this to me and like nigga, i, I don't want to talk about this bro i don't and i don't want to get food with you bro now i mean women hit me up like yo, let's go to lunch yo i don't want to spend my I'm, I'm i'm trying to get myself out of credit card debt i'm not trying to fucking spend money on you to say hi to you bro like i'm just not son that's just what it is bro you feel me and since i've been this stern my life has been so stress-free i don't wake up feeling like i'm letting anybody down i don't wake up feeling as though i need to go save anyone i don't wake up feeling as though shit is out of pocket i don't wake up feeling like i need to uh enact revenge on anybody shit has been pretty pristine bro every time somebody text messages me i smile like if somebody sends me a long ass paragraph i don't get a pit in my stomach 90% 90% of it is positive. And if it's not, I just won't talk to you, bro. Or I minimize me speaking to you. I'll speak to you here and there. Because I I have a zero policy on stress. A lot of people like, yo, I have a zero percent policy on niggas who's broke. Or I got a zero policy on niggas that don't got shit together. If you're not achieving anything in your life. Because everybody got, everybody got different lives, bro. Some people are not here to achieve shit. Some people are just here to be cool. It's just what it is. I mean, I look at the good in people, but once I view you as somebody who's stressful or annoying or a nuisance or needy or like, nigga, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, you're not allowed to just act the way you want to act under the guise of building something. Like, this is just me. We're just like, no, nigga, you can keep anything that you think you would have to offer me. You can fucking keep it. You feel me? Like, for real. And a lot of times, I've had this idea, like, yo, maybe I'm the problem, maybe. There was times in my life where I have been the problem. But now, I have found the words to my behavior. And I want to share these words with you guys. It's not as though I'm a problematic person. Because because of my mother and father and genetics, I was gifted with a certain level of intelligence. Especially in the emotional realm. And now that I'm are multifaceted and I've dealt with people in my life it's not the fact that I'm toxic or I'm stubborn I identify what you need as a person to deal with me and then I decide do I want to give that to you and a lot of times the answer be no and that's where I fall into problems Cause I'm like I'm not fucking doing this shit for you, bro. Like I, I got my own situation, and maybe this is me being the only child. Maybe this is me being single for a number of years. But I gotta see that you are dope as a person. And a lot of times, I gauge how dope you are based on the conversations that we have. Or if you're frustrated with me, how do you convey this frustration? 
because if we're trying to actually build anything the best thing for you to do is just bring something to my attention and then if you see that my behavior becomes chronic that just means i don't give a damn about you but if you're seeing effort and you're seeing how i am and i'm putting forth what i can do in a tariq fashion and that's deemed as not good enough or you know, i require this or i need this or you want a million things but for whatever reason you've told yourself that you don't need a lot or, or here's the one thing that i've seen with people overall they walk through life with with the viewpoint of how they think they are as opposed to how they actually are here's an example a woman will be like i'm so dope when you get to know me but then you get to know them and you recognize that they're not dope they're needy they're selfish they're one-sided they're bossy they have attitude problems they have anger issues they have trust issues it's like what is so what they mean by that is just as long as you do exactly what i want you to do and you say what i think you should say and you behave in the way that i think you should behave i will in turn be cool with you and give you pussy sometimes that's what that means usually because the women that i've met that are dope are dope it's not situational <laughs> what's going on is just people with situational dopeness same thing you niggas like nah i just look mean and i just do this shit but once you get to know me i'm like no nigga because there's more people that you're going to be around that don't get to know you so if the vast majority of the population view you as an ogre but three people actually like you because you showed you the real them what does that mean about you let's play percentages if you offer me not even that if you ask me to borrow a hundred dollars and then I give you a hundred dollars and I ask for my money back and you give me three dollars of it back it's like no 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 like th this is the money that you gave but just just give me some time and I'll just give you the like no you told me that you would give me the full money back but nah 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 this is I know you gave me a hundred, but this, this, this is just three. This is just three for now. I'm going to give you five later and maybe I'll give you 50 later and everything is incremental. And same thing with that analogy about paying people back incrementally. This is how people are with their personality. You're giving a hundred percent of yourself to them, showing them who you, what you like, what you don't like, what you're into, your interests, your motives, your history. And they're just taking everything and they're just giving you things back incrementally. Oh, let me be nice today. Let me show him how I metaphorically or hypothetically could be nice to somebody who does exactly what I want them to do. That shit is trash, bro. Escape from the matrix as far as relationships is concerned. Like, I, I just need everybody to be more cognizant of the situation that they're in. These are not dope people, bro. They just aren't. They feel like they're dope people because they might do dope things in the middle of them being whack. These niggas is whack, bro. These bitches is whack. They're just whack, son. And not even whack from like what you can do for me kind of whack. It's like, yo, you're really like this type of whack. Like you really don't have a command on the English language to be able to speak to me without being infuriated. And then you need a thousand hours to fucking, you need a thousand hours to fucking get your thoughts together. Or even this, when when they treat you like you're not perfect, and then you're like, you know what, I deal with a lot of things with you too, but I just feel as though I do a better job of meeting you in the middle of things. Well, what do I do? Like, I don't do anything. Once you hear that shit, get up out of there, son. 
just fucking pack your things and go, bro. Ain't nothing worse than somebody who is, like, one-sided in regards to behavior, but they can't see the error of their own ways, bro. Even when you speak to them and they just act flabbergasted, like, oh, is this how you felt the whole time? And then they'll try to emotionally try to backdoor you in a way, like, they'll get you off of your rhythm of you telling if you telling them about themselves and they'll use that as, oh, you've been feeling about, you've been feeling this way about me the whole time. Is this really what you think? Is this really how you feel? And they'll spin it on you. Don't become fruit in a blender, son. Don't let nobody put you in the blender, bro. I mean, life don't got to be stressful. Life don't got to be hard. Life don't got to be toxic. Life don't got to be frustrating. It just don't, son. It just fucking doesn't. Don't allow nobody to bring frustration to you under the camouflage of they fucking really like you. And this is just how they are. Get out of there, son. Yes, the dick might be fire. Yes, the pussy might be fire. But look at what you have to deal with in the interim. That shit is fucking whack. If you had to drive to work and go through a hundred potholes and you was getting fucking six flat tires a week. But there's some days at work where you don't get a flat tire would you not try to get another job so you can take another route? There's other jobs that'll offer you 20 an hour, but you know, you found this job. You really love this job. It's just, I just deal with a whole bunch of flat tires every month. So, you know, just, but the days that are smooth and I don't get flat tires, bro. Like I really love it at that. Like, no, nigga, get, get a new job, son. It's all good, bro. Cause all the jobs are offering you $20 an hour. And in this analogy, all these women, or all these men are trying to offer you the best version of themselves. And you can get the best version of someone without dealing with flat tires. It's fucking possible. I recognize that. And this is why I live a stress-free life the way I live now. Peace and blessings. Pass the fucking dressing. I have another episode queued up for Friday. I'm going to holler at niggas later.